All behavior has meaning. Sometimes the meaning is clear, and other times we have to dig deeper and work more creatively to figure it out. To quote Jerome Schultz, a clinical neuropsychologist, if you can read the need, you can meet the need. I'm Raleigh, she's Danielle, and this is Unstuck, the special ed podcast. Hello. Oh, hello there, lady. How's it going? I'm great. How are you? Oh, just ducky. How's your week going? It's been pretty good. A little cold up in yeah. this part of the world. A little a little cold and a lot of COVID. Mm, mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot, a lot of COVID. Yeah, those two are going hand in hand and they're not making people very happy, no, are they? Not at all. No. No, no. You wouldn't tell going out in the world that people aren't irritable and annoyed and lines and lines of tests everywhere yeah everybody's fine we're good it's it's great it's great um so in that little intro quote there that little intro thing um brought up the concept of growth mindset Hmm. and it had me thinking about a, a netflix show that i've seen recently so those who wouldn't know this about me it's a little it's a little uh lesser known fact fun fact yeah but it's like lesser known is that i have this real Kind of, I dare I say obsession, I'll go there, I guess, with um, people who can climb Mount Everest. I find it to be a fascinating feat. I find that there are just regular, average, everyday people who are able to conquer this mountain. And to do this with all the gear and the oxygen and the equipment is scary enough. There's this gentleman that, um, I don't want to spoiler alert the, I mean, I don't want to spoil the ending, so spoiler alert. Well, can you say the name of the show for so people the know? The Alpinist. Okay, it's so on Netflix. If you haven't seen The Alpinist and you don't want to Cover hear, your ears. Cover your ears, skip 10 seconds to oh, 10 seconds. seconds. I don't know, just well, a little way I, down. I don't, maybe I won't have to give away the ending, but I will say this. He free climbs mountains, which means that he does not have any safety equipment, he doesn't have oxygen. He doesn't have anyone going with him. So he goes solo and he's just using his hands and feet essentially to climb these mountains. And he's, his goal was to conquer um, a bunch of the tallest mountains in the world. And I just find that fascinating. I think to me that represents an aspect of growth mindset where people are selling, saying to him, you can't do this. That's not a thing that people should be able to do. And he says, well, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna do it. I have this confidence in myself that I can conquer this. And he was successful so many times. I actually am not going to spoil the ending. That's all I'm going to say there. Okay. Well, I can say that it's like, you know, people say you're climbing mountains, like when you're mm. being more and more successful. So that you're sort welcome. of relates pretty well. Yeah, I bet that. you did that on purpose. Yeah, serve that one up on a platter. <laughs> so growth mindset. So this is our topic for today. It is a... Um, huge topic in the world of special education and education right now and um one of how i started really thinking about it is i read the book a couple of years ago when i worked at a school we used it for all of our teachers to read throughout the school year what's that book called the book is called mindset by carol dweck and for those of us in the field we may have heard of it we may have read it but i really can't talk more highly of it she gives a really nice definition of fixed mindset and growth mindset um, i can share that with you if you'd like i would love that oh, yeah great i may i may not exactly quote it but i'll give some essentials but we we can definitely direct people towards carol dweck there's a um, youtube video that we can post for people to click the link for that and also to check out her book yes mindset mindset Okay, give it to us. 
So in a fixed mindset, people believe that their basic qualities, like their intelligence or talent, are fixed traits. So basically, you know you have it or don't have it, and you have no ability to think that you can get better at it or you are already the best at it. And are we thinking mostly about academics or are we thinking across the board for any skill set? It's for any skill set. Okay. Hence my mountain climbing analogy. I use an example during my trainings of me being able to swim across Mm -hmm. uh, water for a million dollars. And I always say, well, I can't swim that well. And to me, that's a fixed mindset. Yeah, because you can't swim yet. Right. Yet. Yet. Yeah. So I need to learn how to swim better. Correct. Yeah. So, and then when you think about the growth mindset, which you may have guessed it, audience by now, um, it's your most basic. Your thought that most ba- your most basic abilities can be developed through dedication and work. So you're bringing your talents are just at a starting point. Your intelligence is just at a starting point. You yeah. can always grow. So that that word yet is really important. And I think one of the things I learned over time that it's not just I can get better, I can get better, I can get better. I think that's a huge piece of it. But also, you're not, you're not, you're never the best or you're never perfect at it. You always have growth. And so I use the example of Tom Brady, who's literally the greatest of all time. And for those of you who, I mean, you can say it if you'd like. No, I... For those of you who know me, I am not a huge Tom Brady fan in general, but I do think he's the greatest of all time. He, in his mind, his growth mindset is that he can always get better, which is why he's still playing at 40-something mm-hmm. years old. Four, five, yeah. You know, it's 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 something he's always growing and learning, and he always wants to be better at. And I think that's, like, he's, like, a really cool example of yeah, growth mindset. Yeah, absolutely. So. Well, and, and so I think for our students, and this is something that we've definitely alluded to in prior um, episodes, is that... Uh, you know, I'm noticing this trend a lot and I've noticed it for a while now that kids sort of have the mindset that school is just not for them. They're not good at school and it can be just as broad as I'm not good at school or it can be specific subjects. And that fixed mindset is crippling. It really makes it difficult for kids to persevere and to try and to trust adults to help them learn a different way. Um, You know, there are some fabulous teachers who put growth mindset um, visuals in their classroom and, you know, are working through that. And I think we sort of do some of those things inherently, but there are some specific ways to teach, you know, certainly um, for kids. And there's a great little, um, I know what you call it, maybe like a, a little video set that's on YouTube called Class Dojo that I've used um, in teaching students. And they have a wonderful segment on growth mindset and just how, how it appeals to kids and how kids can see that things are possible and that there are ways to work through whatever the challenges are. But I think we we are challenged as educators to help kids work through that fixed mindset because it is really kind of a sticky process and kids can be really dug into the belief system that they're just not going to be a learner that school is just not for them and again that's going to compound their ability to be successful along with you know whatever other anxiety or emotional challenges or learning challenges that they're facing Um, and i think it's important to work through how do we help kids see that they can be successful i think i i especially i can point out more i think many kids kids on the spectrum things that we've had over time that have that i can't i can't I think kids with trauma are probably some of the most susceptible kids to to mm-hmm. um, having that fixed mindset because I think one they're not they don't learn the skills or they may have had some trauma in their lives or 
or even kids with born addicted mm-hmm. or with fetal alcohol syndrome, things like that. I feel like a lot of those kids are um, set that they can't do something. Things are hard. And I, I think when you push kids in a, in a general education setting without thinking about where they may be stuck in that it might not actually be that they don't have the skill. It's that they feel like they can't attain it. So mm-hmm. they're, it's already in their head that they can't. So they're not even yeah. trying to think of ways to be creative or or getting that support that they need. Yeah. Well, and, and obviously a, a traumatized brain is going to feel like I've. this is just sort of the, the hand I've been dealt and I, you know, the world has not shown me that I can be successful. And, you know, it is a lot of cracking through that and figuring out how kids can be successful. And so, you know, what are some thoughts about ways to work with kids that have sort of that fixed mindset? That's a great question. <laughs> no, I think I think it's really just that encouragement. I had this teacher, and this isn't related to directly to um, the, the growth mindset, fixed mindset, but I think kids have a better capacity to learn when they trust you and know that you're you're there for to learn for them and so I had a teacher say to me recently all I want is for these teachers as soon as the student walks in the door all I want are these teachers to say oh my gosh I'm so glad you showed up today and for some of our kids that's the first step in growth mindset mm-hmm. it's just them showing up to school yeah. Yeah. and and trying you've something already, hard you know you've already overcome that anxiety just right. to get there yeah so I think a lot of building trust in what you say is is really, really important for kids. And I think throughout class, not, um, not calling them out on things, you know, or calling on them when they're not ready. I think having those individual moments is what's is another piece that's really helpful that will build trust and that you can say it's not that I it's not that you can't it's that you can't yet or it's not that. Um, this is too hard for you. It's what strategies can you use to to be able to solve this problem right. in a different way? It's getting it's talking about the process and not necessarily the result. I also think it's sort of like we talk about with social thinking where it was kind of an odd thing at first to say, think about me. And the more that we use that language, the more that kids uh, internalize that and we're using that themselves. And so I think having the chance to practice talking about, Um, how to be successful, whether it's through, you know, showing videos, which, you know, you could definitely do some of that for um, groups and reading books and and just having sort of the the phrasing or the the way that you talk about, you know, instead of having when kids are just immediately in that negative, like I suck at this, I'm terrible at this, this isn't I'm not ever going to be good at this, helping them reframe it. And I think something I find really um, helpful with my students is doing it in a really neutral way. Um, and just sort of saying, hey, like, you know, at some point you will. Let's think about how to get there, you know. And and I do think we tend to, like, overly praise sometimes, like, the smallest thing. But I think it's about praising something and then also talking about, again, that process that got you there. This is, you know, I noticed that math has been really hard for you since the start of the school year. We've been really working on it. You were able to do these three problems by yourself today. How did you do that? What was different today? What was it? How were you able to do that? That's amazing that you were able to, you know, better your best and get to this point where you could do that. And I think kids feeling like they can build on that success. I see that all the time as a, an occupational therapist where, you know, it's this belief system of like, I will never learn how to do whatever it is, tie my shoes, 
you know, write better. I will never um, be able to dribble a basketball, whatever. And the more that they see those successes, I think it just, you see it build, build, build to where then the mindset becomes like, well, yeah, if I just try, I probably could do better at that. And it's amazing to watch that transformation. I also think just going back to what you were saying about praising, being you are specific. You're all you're yeah. specific when you give that praise. So it's not yeah. like, oh my gosh, great job. It's great job doing X. Yeah. Great job you tied your shoes today. Or even if it's the smallest thing, wow, you solved four math problems today. You only solved three yesterday. That's huge growth for you. Mm-hmm. And I think just pinpointing those things out. I I remember an activity that we did a few years ago. And it was, um, there was a picture, students got a picture of the brain and they were able to draw inside of this big poster brain. I mean, it was probably like, you know, construction paper size. Yeah. Um, and inside of it, they drew all of the things they were good at. And then in another brain, you know, like yeah. how big it was. And then within that brain, they had to squeeze in the things that they weren't good at. And the teacher, um, or I have too in the past, like, um, ask them how you can sort of make more space in your brain for things that are hard for you and I thought that was a really cool way it's like yeah we're showing kids things that they're really good at but how are we you know if if something really small like writing Mm -hmm. is in there how you know let's figure out how we can make this this bigger for you this piece bigger for you well and then there's some of those I think that's when sometimes accommodations again I'm, I'm a big proponent of that when the accommodations come into play too because it's you know obviously for some of these kids certain things are just going to be challenging. They may have a reading disability. They may have a writing disability. And we want to, you know, acknowledge that and understand that, but also think about, we want writing to be easier for you. Here are some ways that we can do that. And, you know, you do see kids when you give them some type of assistance with it, whether it's speech to text, whether it's, you know, some kind of app and you see them start to shine and, and really show that, Hey, like this was the way to go. I could, I could communicate more, generate more information, put more things down. I feel really good about this. And now I want to share this with people. And you sort of get that natural feedback of like, wow, you're an amazing writer, even if you're not physically great at writing. Um, and, and, you know, I think it's, I think it's important to, to enable kids to start to reflect on what they can do for themselves too, and sort of what are they good at? What are they challenged by? And how do you help yourself and start to acknowledge what it is that you need, where your weaknesses are, how you can strengthen those. We do so much enabling for them. And maybe that's not the right word. I, you know, that's just on my brain. Lately. Well, I think about that. I think about that with like the one-to-one and the learned helplessness. Yeah. Like we do so much with learned helplessness. And I, it's funny as, as we're talking about this, I think about growth mindset and I think about a previous topic of executive functioning and mm-hmm. how much they go executive oh, yeah. functioning. Absolutely. And then, and then what you're saying now, how do we acknowledge our strengths? How do we acknowledge our challenges and how do we use strategies to build upon them and not be enabled by other people, you know, using that metacognition, big term, you know, all of these things go hand in hand. And in order to build strategies to be better at executive functioning, you need to have that growth mindset, mm-hmm. right? In order to um, think about how you think, think about how you learn, you have to have that growth mindset because you need to be ready to acknowledge the strengths and challenges of yourself. Well, and it's important to realize that not every student is there. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, it starts with, I think, what's the sort of least invasive approach? And maybe it is just using some of that, the adults framing it with language. Again, maybe some reading, um, but, you know, great stories out there for it. There's, uh, we can absolutely put some of those up on the socials, but also the videos. And again, like I said, the class dojo, which I really like, um, being able to just show these little quick clips of kids, of, uh, you know, characters 
succeeding. I think it's also teaching that mistakes are, I have so many students that if it's not perfect, it must be wrong. And I, I can't do this if it can't be perfect. And it's working through the challenges of, you can make these mistakes and learn from them. And it's absolutely the way that people learn. Um, one of the Class Dojo episodes shows, um, I believe it was, oh my gosh, who's the, the light bulb guy? Not Einstein. Who, who invented the light bulb? Oh yeah, I know, it's Thomas Edison. Oh boy. Anyway, um, it's so a long week. It's yeah. a long week. <laughs> Sorry to my uh, elementary school teachers. So, yes. So the episode shows how Edison kept having to try and try and try again. And had he quit, you know, the first couple of prototypes, we wouldn't be sitting here under these glorious lights, would we? So, it's in the, in the nook. In the nook. So it's it's just that idea that the the mistakes actually are helping you learn. And I think again, we. Our kids, a lot of our students, and I'm talking regular ed, special ed, don't have great self-esteem or great sense of, again, that I'm a student, I learn, I'm capable of this. And so any little setback for certain kids, it's catastrophic in their mind and they don't want to take that risk anymore to try. And so again, I think it's how do you approach this maybe from 10,000 feet and start start zooming in a little bit more. Maybe you're on Mount Everest and you get closer to the ground. Oh, snap. Base camp. Oh, snap. Yeah, yeah. That was good. Thanks. And I just used oh, snap like oh, it was I 19... Know. Yeah, okay. Uh, 94. Yeah. Right around when Edison invented the light bulb. Maybe. About that time. Yeah. Um, no, so I, I was thinking while you were talking about the class dojo for, for some of our older kids. Mm-hmm. And for... Do you remember the show, uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Oh, of course. Okay, so they... Had the, uh, the game. Yeah. They So basically, for listeners who don't know, which I think it's still on, so... I don't yeah, know, I whatever. think they keep rebooting it. Basically, you can win a million dollars by answering 15 questions, and each question gets a little bit harder, and then at certain points, you can say it, you can take your money home, or you can, um, or keep going. So Patricia Heaton, who's from Everybody Loves Raymond, I'm yeah. sure, like, a bunch of other shows, yeah. but that's Malcolm in the Middle? Was she Malcolm in the Middle? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Don't know. That's it not important. Matter. It doesn't matter. Important. So she got this question that we just, Philbin asked her, and it was about money and I use it all the time in trainings because it's such a good example of so many different things and I, you can use it for growth mindset, right? So yeah. as soon as she saw that it involved money, I'm on the edge of my seat here. Freaked out. She's like, I can't solve this. I can't solve this. And you could just see this anxiety coming through and just see her not being able to solve it. And it was, um, it was a question about how many nickels are in 50 cents or something like that. Yeah. It was something that if you actually looked at it as an adult, you'd yep. be like, oh, yep. I got this. Yeah. But the second she saw money, she yep. had that fixed mindset of like, I don't know money. I can't this. do this. Yeah. I can't yeah. do math. Yeah. And so it's a really good example for some of our, for older mm-hmm. kids, um, that, because I think it's at every age. Oh, yeah. This Absolutely. fixed mindset. Um, I mean, we all have it about something in our lives. I always say, I'm not good at I, I, t- I was told there'll be no math and I'm not good at math. In reality, I could plow through some math, but you know, I think we all can. We all can take a little bit of that and and try to better ourselves a little bit. And real. Well, to take it back a little bit, back to executive functioning again. Yeah. I know. Well, it, I'm passionate, it's gonna, and I do think we should talk it's about come up a lot. I do think it's going to be a topic that we should talk about, a few, you know, yeah. on and on oh, throughout yeah. time. I feel like I'll, some of our topics will be. Um, good to cover recovery. Well, you because can't I cover executive functioning in twenty minutes, so that's true. That's yeah. true. You, you can apparently in nine hours. Well, anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so um, one of the things as it relates to to executive functioning is that goal setting and self monitoring piece, yes. and that's a huge component of, of having a growth mindset is setting goals and and 
and realistic goals and let's meet them. And then you have that mindset to keep going, keep moving. Well, and, and it's interesting because, you know, again, and I'll, I'll reference special ed, but I think, you know, when you talk about we create goals for students, we create IEPs with goals, but how often are we telling the students? And sometimes you do. I mean, I've done it with some of my older kids that are a little bit more self-aware, but how often are we saying, well, here are your goals? Like, it's almost as though, again, we're imposing what we want for them and expecting them to meet it. But how often are we saying to them, well, what do you want? What, how do you want to proceed through this? And I also think sometimes when kids are stuck or they're not sure that they can succeed at something or they're not sure what they want to do or which way to go, it's like, well, what do you want and how do we get you there? Is this something that we can figure out together and then make it something meaningful to you and, get, and then think about the steps? So again, the executive functioning of the steps to get to your goal plus the growth mindset worked in. So you get like a two for one deal, which I like. Well, and I also think when you're, you know, as a teacher, you set your agenda, right? Mm -hmm. You put your agenda, your great teaching practice. Well, you're modeling. FYI, um, you're putting your agenda on the board, you're putting your checklist and you're and ideally you're putting what you expect of the students and what your Mm -hmm. goal is for the students at the end of class and really breaking it down for them. And that's a huge, it's a, it's, I keep saying huge, but that's another way to, to one model a growth mindset. Mm -hmm. And I also, Speaking of earlier, um, when I when you said something about mistakes, like I always apologize if something yeah. goes wrong, and yeah. so you know all that modeling, all that is really helpful for students to see and identify that growth mindset. I had this teacher recently who I was sitting in on her class, and that's what she did. She set her goals for her students, and it was they had to answer comprehension questions, and she kept repeating to them. I don't care if you get this answer right or wrong. Here's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm looking for. So yeah. she was setting the stage for him. She was setting the goal. And I didn't hear one of those students. And they were they were behavior kids. They were in a sub-separate classroom. And they did not once say, I can't do this. These questions are too hard. So she had established this rapport with these kids of like, you know my goals. You know what the agenda is. And she's like, I'm just looking for capitalization. I'm looking for ending punctuation. Yeah. I'm looking for you to try your best at spelling. Well, I don't care if the answers are right. And it sounds like it's really focused on the process, mm-hmm. which is, again, it's not necessarily did you get it right, but what was your process to get there? That's a really good path that you took. That's a really good thought that you had. And again, there's where we can capitalize on, well, you, you've thought it through. We've got that process down. And you know, maybe in thinking about, it would be such a shift, but thinking about, it's okay if the answer's not right. I like the sort of exit ticket to this next activity that you really want to get to is showing the process and showing how you got there. Hashtag metacognition, baby. You're welcome. Thinking about thinking, thinking about how you think. Yeah. It's a great, I mean, it's all, these are all, I think cutting edge, innovative slash, I think have been around a while. Yeah. Um, yep things that are coming back coming back around and I do think all these things are important so important for our students um in their learning and development yeah agreed agreed and with that you want to wrap it are we ready for some transition into our Our random topic random topic all right so remember the rule is that we can pass this one but I don't think I want to pass this one but you might I don't know okay okay. if you could live anywhere in the world where would it be Ooh, that's a that's well, anywhere by the ocean. Yeah, I could see that. If I, I, I think that. it would be hard. <laughs> I think it would be hard to decide where, because mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want to be in warm weather all the time. Right. Not that, not that I love what's happening around no, us right but, now. But we would. You you might get bored of the 
85 degrees and beautiful every day and like tropical paradises people often say well you know when you're visiting and they're living there it's like well this is all, this is all the time like this like it's nice to see snow and, it, and then you're the disgruntled new englander who says well i'm sick of snow so this is what i want but could you do it long term i don't know i mean i would say i agree i think somewhere that has some sort of body of water nearby i would love to say italy but i think i don't know i i'd have to immerse myself more in the culture there but i like i like some of the thoughts that they the way that they live their life their lifestyle there is is pretty uh, fantastic in my opinion yeah i think a lot of europe mm-hmm I was watching Emily in Paris. Oh, I mean, I, this is I, like I one of your hot shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, and I was just, you know, season two just came out. And I do have to say, watching her acclimate, obviously, it's a fictional show. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, wow. And they were talking about having not working ever on weekends. And I was yeah. like, imagine yeah. the day in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Or a not, people, not a 40 hour That week. it was a law that people couldn't work yeah. on weekends. Yeah. Or that they're not, like, again, they're not even working 40 hours. So, anyway. Anyway. (laughs) On that note. (laughs) Well, that is our podcast for today. It was nice chatting with you about growth mindset. Oh, you as well. So, please, please, please go follow us on all of our socials. uh, Unstuck Podcast 1 on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. And we also um, are now available, and I'm sure if you follow us, you have seen this. We're available on Spotify, Google, Amazon. Pretty much if you're not listening or following, then you're trying not to. Because there's so many ways that this just pops up for you if you just search it. We're everywhere. We're everywhere now. Um, If you have thoughts or questions about what we should cover, uh, we would love to hear that feedback. Uh, as we are always looking for uh, what's trending new hot and what people are thinking about so follow us let us know talk to us we're pretty active on there so uh, we look forward to it all right see you next time bye